My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Art of Attraction with Domini Drew. I am your host, Domini Drew. I'm just thrilled to be with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. I've got a great show lined up for you. And uh, we are live also on Facebook Live. So if you are joining me there, hello, everyone, then uh, by all means, welcome. I... um, I have uh, I have a really great uh, great show for you today. I'm very excited to help you um, to uh, to discuss this particular topic because um, this is something that we don't really talk about a whole lot. And I'm just going to check here and make sure that my mar- that my things are going here. Yes, great. Okay, excellent. You guys know uh, <laughs> if you check into the uh, into the show regularly often that you uh, you know my my technical difficulties are always uh, popping up here and there. Uh, I really admire people who have skill sets in that area, and that's where their gift lies. Uh, and mine is in helping people see how they hold themselves back from what they want. So, uh, welcome to the Art of Attraction again. My name is Dominic Drew, and uh, I'm really excited to. Um, to present this for you guys. This is something that I haven't really gone over before. I've spoken a little bit about it as far as, you know, the importance of, of allowing in life, okay? Uh, and that may, say, that may seem like, a, oh, if you can do that, that's great. And if not, that's fine. But it actually is one of these things, another reason why I'm really um, glad to present this today, that it's, it's one of those things that's actually a crux to a lot of life, okay? There is, um, there's a lot that, uh, that is created, particularly in the manifestation process through allowing. And so often what happens, and of course, this is my specialty, right? This is how we hold ourselves back from what we want. What happens is we're sitting there saying what we want, you know, we're telling the universe what we want, or we're doing our affirmations or whatever, however that looks for you. And it's not coming. And someone just gave me this great, <laughs> this great uh, analogy, right? You know, you're you're in a house and you're telling, you know, the universe what you want. You're like, I want a, I want a girlfriend or I want more money or I want, you know, whatever it is in your life that you're after. And you're sitting there saying, you know, why don't I have it? And God, why, you know, what am I doing wrong? And all these things. And meanwhile, you know, the universe is outside your door, knocking on the door and the door is locked. And so that's really what the experience ends up being like. 
right? And so today I really want to talk about how flow can open you up to be able to attract more, to be able to bring someone actually into your life, um, how we can, you know, block ourselves without even realizing it and, um, and what to do about it. Okay. So I'm really excited to present this for you. So, um, if you want to join the conversation today, then uh, I would very much welcome that. Please feel free to reach out. My uh, number here for the show is 828 333 4686. And again, that's 828 333 4686. And you can come call in, you can call with your questions, and I would be happy to help you work through them. Um, if you guys are new to the, uh, to the, to the podcast or to the, uh, Facebook live, then you can also download and subscribe this podcast on any, pretty much any major podcast platform or on Spotify and Google play and iTunes and all that. Um, and, uh, I also, I, I work with people. I'm, I'm a, I'm a coach at my, at my core, right? I truly help people see how they're holding themselves back from what they want. Now within my Um, business niche, I specialize in helping single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching. Um, I do, however, work, you know, I have people who have hired me to help them because they, they want to perform and they have stage fright or anxiety on stage. Um, I have people hire me who, you know, run their own business and aren't making enough money and don't know how they're, you know, and, and so they, they come with me and, you know, like the guy who hired me to perform is now performing regularly and he's just lit up on stage instead of anxious. And the guy who hired me for, um, you know, running his business, I mean, he is just, you know, he's, he's worlds away from where he was and he understands how he was holding himself back. And so this is, this is really what it comes down to. And this is why I specialize in this area. You know, I work with single men as a niche right? I enjoy working with men. I enjoy talking about attraction, but the work is very much more than that. And eventually I think it will probably evolve to, um, a, another level, right? Because it's not just about dating. You know, if you've heard the podcast before, you'd realize it's very, it's very little of it is actually about dating because the fact of the matter is that you don't really have dating problems, right? You have life problems that are showing up in your dating life. Same as business, right? Same as finances, same as love, same as health, same as happiness, same as spirituality, same as fulfillment. Okay. Whatever you have going on in going on inside is manifesting outside. So the first place to start is what is happening in your life that you don't like. Just start there. Okay. And you work your way backwards. Okay. So instead of me saying, okay, you know, oh, you're, you're the nice guy. Oh, okay. Well, if you're repeatedly getting in relationships with, uh, with women and then being the nice guy and having someone chosen over you, then that's not because you're, you're too nice, right? People love nice people. That's not, you know, the, the nice guy, the nice guy phenomenon is really quite fascinating. And I've got uh, episodes on here that are specifically just for that. Um, but what ends up happening is you're, is you're screwing yourself. This Everything comes down to how you're sabotaging yourself. That's why I focus where I do, right? There's nothing else because the shit that out, that's outside of you is outside of your control to fix. That's a fact, right? You have the, the family that you have. You have, you know, life's going to happen. People are going to get hit by buses. Um, there's going to be earthquakes. You know, things are, things are going to go on. But most of the difficulties that you personally are experiencing in life are within your control to fix. And that is good fucking news. Because if shit wasn't your fault, 
Or if she wasn't, you know, if you weren't responsible in some way, then it would be out of your control to fix it. And I wouldn't have this podcast, you know? So it really comes down to how you're blocking yourself. So again, the, the, the nice guy thing, you know, you're, you know, the, you're distorting the nice guy thing. It's not because you're too nice. Okay. Nobody's breaking up with you because you're nice. People are breaking up with you probably because you don't respect yourself and you're not demanding respect of your partner, right? You're not respecting yourself. And so they don't respect you. And so they get bored and they leave, right? I saw a meme and then I, I'll, I'll get back on track, but I saw a meme recently of, um, you know, of, of kind of making fun of the nice guy thing, you know, a, a cute girl and a, and a guy just sort of sitting together and said something like, oh my gosh, you're so sweet. You know, you're always there for me. You make me feel better. You take care of me when I'm down. I sure wish I could find a guy just like you, right? And so it's sort of this play on like, oh boy, aren't you great? I wish I could find someone as great as you. But what I wanted to do was correct that meme ever so slightly and just add in, I wish, I sure wish I could find a guy like you that I was attracted to. Because that's what's happening. She's not saying, oh, you're so nice. I'm out of here. She's saying, I'm not that interested. I'm out of here. Right? And she's not that interested. You know, usually, you know, your situation is, of course, a bit, a bit unique. But with a lot of nice guys, the problem is that they don't, they don't stand up for themselves. They don't respect themselves. It's a distortion of niceness. And so they end up being the doormat. Nobody wants to date a doormat. Well, that's not true. Some people do, but they're probably not the women you want to date. Okay, it's not a healthy, upstanding relationship. So it's always what's going on in the inside. You know, someone else just pointed this out about the, the nice guy thing as well, is that nice guys are like, I'm always I'm so nice and nobody wants me. And he's, he really pointed out the entitlement in that statement right? Oh, I do everything right all the time. And she still doesn't love me. And he's like, look, look at what you're saying, you know, which is actually not a, a perception that I'd seen before. And so he's pointing out the sort of the, the entitlement, right? The God, why doesn't she want me? I'm amazing. It's like, well, now there's just arrogance, you know? And of course I understand, you know, the, the, you, you have the, not the uh, same experience enough and you begin to develop these, these sorts of ways of looking at it. But keep an eye on that kind of thing, okay? If you're saying something like, oh, I'm so amazing and nobody wants me and I just can't figure out why, okay? Look at why. Don't just sit there and go, oh God, there must be something wrong with them because you can't fix them. Where might you be contributing? Even if it's 99% them, 1% you, look for the 1% and fix it, okay? Right, where do you dress like a child? right? Where do you not have your life together? Where do you spend time allowing yourself to be mistreated? Where do you um, not take care of yourself, not take care of her? Where do you not level up when you have the chance, right? You fix your life and the ladies will come, okay? But it's got to be from the inside out. So... Okay, so flow and allowing. So what is it that will keep you single here? So what will keep you single around flow and allowing is, uh, is clinging and attachment and demand and uh, stubbornness. Okay, I'm going to break this way down for you. So um, let's give an example. So clinging to your life the way it is. Okay, if you refuse to change anything about your life um, or you cling to your schedule the way you have it, 
that's something that will keep you single. Okay. Um, if you sort of dig into the way of, to your way of doing things right with your heels, like, no, you know, this is how I want to be. And this is who I am. And, you know, I'm nice and you're not. It's like, if, you, if there's no flexibility in that kind of thinking, that will absolutely keep you single. Okay. You have to understand that there is power in how you see the world. That's not just like a little self-help thing that people say. Okay, that is absolutely direct correlation, um, real, matters. Okay, so if you decide, you know, I'm unattractive and no one wants me, then that is what you project, whether you're saying it or not. Your, your posture, the color of your skin, the way you hold your, your, your face, your eyes, the energy you're sending out, everything is saying, I'm ugly, nobody wants me. And so then the world responds, right? It gives you what you want. So if you're determined to be the nice guy who finishes last, you know, I I did a quick video on this um, that you can probably find online about nice guys. And it was (laughs) one of the things I said in it was, stop fucking saying it. Stop saying the shit that you don't want to have happen. Ugh. I would love to do this, but I'm just, you know, I'm a nice guy. So, well, now that's your fucking identity. Good for you. Who do you want to be? Start calling yourself that. You know, don't, don't put more energy and focus into um, the stuff that you don't want, right? That makes no sense at all. Um, but it's not just the putting into stuff that you don't want. It's, it's the reinforcing the rut, right? So reinforcing um, it's keeping you stuck, keeps you in one place. Hardness, harshness, uh, stubbornness, uh, refusal to change, the, the no, the no to life. That is what keeps you stuck and single. Okay. Um, what else about this will keep you single? Um, demanding that other people meet you where you are. Okay. And remember you guys, if you want to call in, you're more than welcome. The number is 828-333-4686. 828-333-4686. So demanding that other people will meet you where you are. Um, you know, well, I do things this way. And if I can't find someone who does that, who does, you know, who does it that way, then forget it. You know, people screw themselves a lot and you can see it in their language, you know? They'll be like, um, well, I, no one's good enough for me. Is that, is that what you want? You know, there's like almost this kind of pride about it, right? Like, ugh, no woman's good enough for me. It's like, well, you keep saying that which makes me think you want more of that. And so of course you're getting it. And so you can see how they're, they're just, they're deciding how it is. And then they make themselves, they make it true. They make it real. This is why it's real, right? You make shit real. That's how powerful your mind is, (laughs) right? This is not just like, oh yeah, you create your own reality and like unicorn land. It's like, oh no, 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 you do. You will absolutely look around in life and decide that it is the way that you want it to be right? And how you want it to be is relevant. How you want it to be matters. 
Okay, it, it, it shifts it. Yes, there will be some things. People will still get hit by buses. There will still be earthquakes. And a lot of this shit is in your control. Okay. Um, demand in general will keep you single. Uh, do you ever find yourself demanding what kind of woman you want? Well, she needs to be blonde and she needs to be small and she needs to be, um, she needs to wear heels and she needs to, um, you know, the, the, the narrower you make it, the less room you're leaving the universe to give you what you want. You're telling me that if you met the love of your life and she didn't wear heels, she wore cowboy boots, that you would turn her away? Because if so, you may want to look and see where the self-sabotage is there underneath the, the surface. Okay. Being inflexible in general. If you are being inflexible, then you are, uh, then you could be keeping yourself single. Okay. And so what's the solution here? So creating flow in different areas of your life. And I want to talk about each area of your life and really how you um, can, can introduce flow to each area. Okay. And this is really important because in order for change to happen, there needs to be flow. Okay. In order for change to happen, there needs to be an openness. There needs to be a room for it, quite literally. Okay. So let's start with a mental level. All right. Um, so what does it look like if you have a lack of flow in the mental level? Okay. Um, so mental level is your thoughts, right? Where are you inflexible in your thinking? Find it. Right? Find the place where you um, where you say no to new things. Okay? Well, I'm open to talking about different philosophies and that interests me, but no, I'm not interested in talking about gay people. That's, nope, that's, that's a no-go. Okay? There's your edge. What if you could consider being a little flexible on that? What if you thought about opening up your mind a little bit? An open mind, in, you know, as, as a side note, is very attractive. You know, it indicates security. Okay, if you're open, you're open to new thoughts, you're curious. I'm going to come back to curiosity a lot. Being curious is a really, and I mean being as in, you know, through your whole life. You know, just being curious in life is a really powerful um, state. You're very open, you're flowing, you're allowing. This is the theme for today, right? And you allow change. When you're curious, you allow yourself to be wrong. It's the opposite of inflexibility, right? And so the curiosity gives you space, gives you room. It allows you to, um, to let new information in, to shift, to alter, to adjust, right? And, and that's really powerful. That's the difference between growing and progressing and changing and fixing something and not doing those things. Does that make sense? Like it's really, it's a night and day difference. 
You can either stay where you are, decide that you are who you are and you're going to stay that and have that inflexibility and then you will. Or you can choose growth. You can choose this new way of being. You can choose this space of curiosity every single day, right? Day in and day out. And in that space of curiosity, you're allowing room. You're giving things room to move, right? To shift, to evolve. This is about inner evolution, okay? That's the purpose here. That means you're growing. That means you're shifting. That means you're um, you're progressing, right? And that's wildly, wildly attractive. Wildly attractive, right? Someone who can stand in their power and allow life to move through them is an incredibly attractive person, not just to some people. It's really quite universally attractive. Not all the way, and I won't change topics too much here. There might be something that's intimidating about that to some people, but that would be something that's held within them. They're still attracted. They're just intimidated by that attraction, right? And so they'll shut that down, all right? So um, so flow in, in the mental area, right? So being set in your thoughts keeps you from changing. Let yourself be curious, okay? That's the solution to the mental um, stuckness. All right. Um, and also learning like keeps your brain super healthy. Like it's really good for you. I just watched some video about, um, how someone, uh, was listing the things that, that were like healthy for your brain. And, um, so what I'm thinking of, uh, novelty is something that's very good for your brain. Your brain needs to adjust. It stays, it stays elastic and flexible and it moves, right? It grows. Okay. Um, things like that stimulate stem cells, right? It's good for your body to be open. Okay. When you're more uh, closed off, you're more stuck, um, then you get stagnant, right? Your body doesn't move. People who are like really overweight or who struggle with their weight, there's not enough movement in their system. And I'm going to come back to this uh, in, a, in a little bit. But it starts in your mind. That's a great place to go because you know, the levels that we're going to talk about next are a little bit more maybe under the surface, right? Your thoughts, you can notice. Like, where are you inflexible in your thinking? Okay, start there. Um, and again, yes, that, that open-mindedness leads to a kind of vitality, um, which really emanates from you and it's very attractive. Okay. So that's the mental level. So um, questions about that? Anybody on Facebook Live, you have a question for that? Y'all, does that make sense? Um, starting with the mental level is a really good place to start. It's thoughts. So it's a little bit less sort of charged than emotions. Um, and you can recognize them, right? You can see. So, so look around. Where am I, where am I not being very open and where can I, uh, or not, where am I being inflexible in my thoughts and where can I allow more? Where can I be more open and curious? Okay. So that's the mental level. So now let's go to the emotional level, okay? So what does flow look like on the emotional level? Well, who here, and see if we can get a, a, a show of hands on Facebook Live, raise your hand up or give me a hells yeah if you have had something go on in your past and you're holding on to emotions from it, right? Can I get a hells yeah on, uh, on Facebook Live here, right? I mean, like, what have you not been through, right? Um, or what have you been through that... Um, was traumatic or was difficult or was painful and you just, you haven't been able to really let go of it, okay? 
that will create um, inflexibility emotionally, right? If you're holding on to something, okay? So if you've got an ex that's rolling around your, your heart and your head and you're, not, um, and, you're, and you're not letting go of her, then it's very difficult to bring in someone new, right? Absolutely. I'm here's someone on Facebook Live. Thank you, Nivlim. It's uh, I'm always anxious. I'm anxious almost every day. Right? So that's that means there's something stuck emotionally. Okay. There's no, there's not enough flow because if you're anxious, that means there's fear about the future. Okay. So you're spending too much time in the future. You need to let go of it, let go of control, let go of you know what might happen and allow yourself to like sink back into your body. Okay. Allow yourself to stay back in your body and allow life to come to you rather than going out and get it. If you're struggling with anxiety, you're going out and getting it. Don't do that. Okay. Stay sitting back, relax, let yourself breathe, let life come to you. You will notice exactly no change. Okay. You're not actually controlling life anyway. The anxiety is not working or the, the control, at least the anxiety is not working. Okay. Being able to control life is a myth, is, is a myth. I just did a whole episode about this. Um, and the anxiety can still be there. So what do we do? Let yourself come back into your body. Don't go out ahead of yourself. Let yourself come back and let life come to you. Make sense? Good. Good. For more questions, let me know. Um, resisting change. Oh man, y'all, this is a big one. Yeah. Hell yes. From Nathaniel. Thanks for that. Yeah. Resisting change is a big one. Okay. Now part of this is evolutionary. It is. Okay. It's all right. We like things status quo. We know that we're safe the way we are now. And we don't know that we're going to be safe the way things might be after the change. Right totally understandable, makes sense. Interestingly, and a little bit fucked up, is that you, um, often we do this around uh, positive change as well. Uh, Does anybody out there, give me a hell's yes in the Facebook Live. uh, Does anyone out there struggle with um, a fear of success? Or has anyone out there gotten close to success and then keeps kind of falling back, right? This was me for a very long time, actually. And um, what ended up having to to happen was I had to start being really comfortable being successful. I had a wonderful um, uh, healer, a wonderful teacher tell me at one point that um, humans needed to learn to tolerate bliss. How about that for a statement? Humans need to learn to tolerate bliss because we're used to looking for the negatives. Again, evolutionarily, the people who were um, really open-hearted and walked into dark caves, assuming everything would be fine, probably didn't survive long enough to breed. Okay, so we learned, right? We evolved to see the worst case scenario so that we can avoid it. Nothing wrong with that, right? And so, um, uh, and so change is the same way. It's fear of the unknown, right? We developed a fear of that dark cave because there might be something in it that we can't see 
we don't want to take that risk. We did not take the risk. Those people bred. And here we are, right? So fear of the unknown, totally understandable. Also utterly and completely inevitable. Let it go. Let it go, my friends. It's not helping you. You cannot avoid it. It's like the control. You can't control life. That is not your your job or your prerogative. You can influence your own life, of course, and you have quite a bit of control in your own circle. But what we're talking about is that sort of vague desire to like control life, to like make it safe outside of yourself. Again, that's back to the control um, episode. And so resisting change, man. You're just experiencing resistance for no reason. Change is inevitable. It is going to happen. So are you going to ride the wave or are you going to let it roll you? Are you going to stand in your power and surf it? You know, jump in and frolic? Can you allow yourself to be fluid in this time of change? In this time of transition, can you let the change happen to you? right? That's not the same as being rolled by the wave. Being rolled by the wave is where you're bracing against it and you're trying to make it hurt as little as possible and you make yourself into a little ball and you get hit by the wave anyway because it's a fucking wave and doesn't give a shit whether you're standing there or not, nor should it, you know? The waves shouldn't go around you. The waves happen. How do you want to to behave? Who do you want to be? in this experience, right? So can you allow yourself to be fluid, emotionally fluid in a time of change and transition, whether that's a breakup or meeting someone new or, you know, adjusting to being single, being like, yep, I'm going to try this for a while. I love being single. Being single is great. I'm a huge fan, you know? Um... So that's, that's, you know, emotional, um, you know, uh, flow and the emotional level is, can you flow with it? Can you allow this to happen to you? Or do you insist on resisting it and causing yourself um, suffering, right? When you resist life, when you argue with reality, you, su- you create suffering. Those are very intentional words. You create it. Pain is inevitable. Okay? Pain uh, is going to happen in life. It's a part of life. That's just a thing. Suffering is optional. It is created by you for yourself. Why? Because you don't want change to happen. Who the fuck cares what you want? It is happening. Can you ride it? Or can you not? Right? Riding it creates minimum pain and suffering. Resisting it creates maximum pain and suffering. No agenda outside of yourself, whatever you prefer. Know that there are consequences either way, right? Um, okay, so other ways that flow can be, um, can be here on the emotional level. Open-heartedness. Okay, who on Facebook Live there, who has difficulty um, opening their heart? Who here has a difficulty, um, you know, uh, really just letting people in, opening? Because this is a really common, um, really common issue 
actually, right? And the question becomes, can you let her in? You know, you're going around in life. um, You're going around in life wanting a girlfriend. But when you meet attractive women, your heart is closed or you're afraid or you're anxious or you run the other way. No, 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 my love. You see something you want, you move towards it, not away from it. If you move towards it, you have a chance of getting what you want. If you move away from it, you have a chance to see yourself sabotage. So it's a win-win either way if you're paying attention. Okay? If you notice that you see something that you want and you run away from it, that is really good information. Okay? That is really essential information because it's showing you where you're self-sabotaging. Okay? Can you let her in? Can you imagine right now opening your heart to a woman, to the right woman? If not, that right now, my friend, is what's keeping you single. Okay, that is telling the world around you there's a way in which that communicates energetically. Oh, energetically. I didn't even bring that onto the thing. Let me just write myself a note here. That's going to be good. Yeah, energetic flow. Um, where was I with that? Uh, yeah, can you, can you let her in? If you can't picture her being here, um, then, uh, you know, or you can't picture letting her in, that is communicating to the universe that she shouldn't come in, that you don't want her. You're actually saying you don't want her. Here Nathaniel on Facebook Live says, I have a hard time opening my heart because I've been hurt way too many times. That is super common. Thanks for sharing that, Nathaniel. Um, That's really common, okay? And what ends up happening is exactly as you said, right? Uh, It hurts, you do it again, it hurts again, you do it again, it hurts again. Finally, you're like, fuck it, I'm not not gonna keep doing this. That's not a bad decision, okay? Not opening your heart though is not the solution to it. What you need to look at is why why do you keep getting hurt? You're not getting hurt because you have an open heart. Women aren't leaving you because you're nice. There's something else going on. Okay? So you need to look at other areas, right? The answer is not to shut down your heart because then you're lonely. Right, Nathaniel? Do you experience that? You know, if you're, um, if you're shut down inside, then it, it's very painful, Right? It's, um, you're disconnected from others, you're disconnected from yourself. You can't feel yourself. You can't feel joy, you know, intimacy, connectedness. You can't be nourished by other people. And that takes a toll. Okay. Um, and this really relates very much to the next one, which is, can you let yourself want her? Okay. I experience this a lot, you guys, I have to say, because to be honest, you know, I, I speak to a lot of single men on the phone and a lot of the guys that I talk to, like they won't even let themselves want what they want anymore. They're just over it. it, it you know, it's, it's, it's caused so much pain. It's caused so much heartache that 
they're just, they won't, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're, they shut down, right? They don't want to get, they're so afraid of getting hurt again. They won't even let themselves desire a thing because they're so sure they won't get it. Can you see how this shit keeps you single? I mean, it's not a mystery once you look directly at it, right? It's really quite a, um, quite a, a shift, actually. And so letting yourself want something is the first step to getting it. So if you're inflexible around that, that will absolutely shut down your options, my friends. Absolutely shut down your options. Okay? Um, If you won't let yourself want it, if you're so sure you're not going to get it, you won't even let yourself want it, there's no way you can actually get it. Because the thing could walk right in front of you and you wouldn't reach out for it. Again, where are you walking away from what you want instead of towards it? And look, you know, I'm talking about being open emotionally. There is vulnerability with this. as intentional, right? If you let yourself open, then yes, you might get hurt. That's very true. You listening to this, Nathaniel? So why do it, right? Because the, pop, the possibility of getting hurt is there anyway. And staying closed off to it will not protect you from it. Right? It's not your... It's not that if you never open your heart, that doesn't, you know, protect you. Of course, that protects your heart. It just creates a whole different kind of pain that's equally bad, which is loneliness and isolation and sadness, right? And so staying closed doesn't protect you from the pain. The only way to be is to open. And that's actually the place with the least pain and the most success. All right, so yes, there's vulnerability here. Don't let that scare you away. Life is vulnerable, man. I would not try and avoid that if I were you. Allow it. Can you say yes to this experience even though it's vulnerable? Oh man, I have no idea what's going to happen here. (sighs) Okay, let's do it, right? Can you jump in with both feet anyway? All right, so that's emotional. So, um, so emotional flow is incredibly, incredibly important if what you're looking for is a relationship, right? And I mean relationship with anything, a better relationship with your business, money, with networking, um, with yourself, with your body, with your health, right? All of this is, uh, is essential and nothing moves if you're not open and allowing. So this is a really core uh, topic honestly, for, um, for this podcast. Okay. So that's emotional. So we've got mental and emotional, uh, um, flow and allowing, and now let's go into physical. Okay. Physical flow is essential. All right. You need to move. Okay. How is that going to keep you single? Well, to be perfectly honest, if you live a very stagnant life, then it's not very attractive. Okay. With movement comes vitality. 
and life force and uh, essence and joy. And there's movement. There's movement there. And, and movement really is, uh, is an essential piece of, of life. Okay. And so, you know, when you go to the gym, right, there's endorphins that are released and there's stem cells that are created and, and you're, you, you have a glow when you go regularly, right? And it, even if it's totally unpleasant, you know, um, or maybe you can find a way of working out that works for you. It doesn't matter. You can go, you know, walking by the river. You can go jogging. You can go biking. You can go play baseball with your friends. You can join a soccer league. You can go to the gym. You can crossfit it. You can do a competition. You know, whatever it is that sort of lights you up, you can go play in the playground, relay races, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what you do. It matters um, that you're moving, you know, whether that's gym or dance or just having fun or, or being silly. You know, a lot of, um, a lot of times the, uh, the clients that I work with, um, by the time they come to me, they're in a little bit of a rut. You know, they're, um, they're a little, you know, they're stagnant. There's been a lot of failure. They've tried a lot. It's shut them down because they've, they've failed so many times. That makes sense, right? Um, and so there's not a lot of, of joy and life force. And joy and life force are incredibly attractive. So when I experience that, when I have people who come to me and I go, I go, okay, well, what's your routine like? And they'll go, oh, I, you know, I live alone or I have a dog and um, I go to work and I go to the grocery store and sometimes I go out to dinner and that's about it. And I go, okay, let's break that up. Go do something new. Go do something different. Right? Go join a meetup group. Anything that interests you. Um, go take, take a dance class. Uh, go start going to the gym a couple mornings a week. Right? Go have some fun. Go do something that lights you up. Go be the person that you're going to be when she's by your side. Go do that now. Right? Fun and joy are very open and flowing emotions, okay? If you're stagnant in a routine, there's less flow, there's less movement, there's less, um, there's less room for you and for her, right? You need to move, to breathe, to experience yourself, to awaken, to feel your body, you know? And when you do that, there's, there's kind of like a little waking up. It, it, sh- it shakes and um, uh, shifts things in your body. You know, if you have kind of like a, like a sort of solid kind of thick body, move it around. Take some yoga, right? Yoga is a great thing to do to move your body. Um, stretch, breathe, you know? Uh, take a class that makes you do something that you've never done before. Just just try different things. And through trying different things, there is space and flow that is created. Does that make sense? And through that space and flow, it allows change. This is why this is so important. It's not just like, oh, do something different. You literally cannot change if there's no room for you to go anywhere. 
Does that make sense? You can't change if you're inflexible. That's what inflexible means. It means you're unwilling to change, which means the problems that you're listening to this podcast to fix are, uh, are impossible to change. Does that make sense? So you need to create flow in order to change your life, period. Otherwise, it can't be done. If you're digging your heels in, nobody's going to force you to change your life. Right? Hey, John. Nobody's going to force you to do that. Life's not going to force you to be some other way. If you want to change, you need to make room for it. Make room to let her in. Make room to be the person that you want to be. Make space for it, right? When you're doing something fun, joyful, silly, there's that lightness of being, right? Like we talked about with... um. I think the open-heartedness. Oh no, being curious, the curiosity, right? Curiosity is incredibly powerful, right? It's very open. It's allowing your, you're letting something in, right? You're letting life move through you and that's how you grow and change. So if you don't do that, if you say, no, I will not allow this flow, great, you won't get the flow. And then things stick, Right? the struggle stays, the stagnance stays, okay? So all of these things lead to allowing and flow, right? Gym, dance, uh, fun, yoga, movement, silliness. Um, Silliness is a great thing. You know, when's the last time you acted like a kid? I mean like fucking sitting down with big pieces of paper and finger painting acting like a kid. I don't just mean making a face in the mirror, although also good. You know, when's the last time you put baby beluga on and sang it at the top of your lungs? And yes, I could sing the entire goddamn thing right now on air, but I will spare you from that. But I want you to know that it's, it's a possibility. I could do that. That was something my mom used to play. <laughs> I think Raffi, right? This is, I don't know if you guys were 80s kids or not, but uh, that was what we listened to in the car. <laughs> a lot of baby beluga. Um, so, uh, so let's move on to the to schedule wise. Okay. A little, little practicality as well, because, um, you know, it's not just all mental and emotional. It's how, how ready are you getting your life to have someone in it, right. To solve these issues. So, um, take a look at your schedule. Okay. Is your schedule open enough such that the relationship you say you want would fit into it smoothly? If not, the fuck are you doing? What are you doing with your time? You're blocking what you want. You're, you're, you're bitching at God and the universe and all the, the women and the reasons, whatever the reasons you think of why you're still single and you've got the door locked. You're asking for help and you've got the door locked. Okay? Man, I just want a girlfriend. Boy, I'm working all the time. I'm so busy. What the hell do you want a girlfriend for? What are you going to do with her? Where are you going to put her? You know? I've, I, I experience this sometimes on, um, on Tinder. People will just be like, oh man, I'm just so busy. And then I go, then why are you here? Right? It's totally fine. It doesn't matter to me whether you're single or not. But if you, you put it out to the universe that you want something and then you put your foot on the brake, that's why you don't get it, right? That's what's keeping you stuck. So allow some space in your, in your schedule. Consolidate things. Say no to some things. Clean out your life a little bit. Become 
the man you want to be with her now. Okay? People say, you know, you need to be happy alone first. Yes, I would say that's, I would say that's accurate. Not really the point, though, exactly. Become the man you want to be, the man you're going to be with her, but do it now. And then you will begin to, what you're actually doing energetically is resonating a bit differently, which just means you have a different vibration. I won't go too much into that now, um, but it's, it's essential. And it's the difference between meeting that woman and, and matching her or walking right by her and you guys not noticing each other. It means you either magnetize to each other or you don't. Okay. And so it's very, very, very important. So become that person now. You want to make more money? Great. Become the person that has already, is already making that money now. What does that mean? It means change your damn thought system. How you feel. Get excited about it. Oh my God, I'm making this. How fucking excited would you be if you were already making the money you say that you want to make? Live in that excitement now. Right? That's just a little trick. Helps out. Um, So in your schedule, allow space in your schedule, create room for the relationship that you want to have. If you're too set, then there's no room for movement, right? Movement equals improvement. As long as things are moving and you're paying attention, you will grow from them and that makes all the difference. Okay. Uh, Anthony, you are asking on Facebook Live, how long should you wait to start dating again? You have to give me more than that. What do you mean? Are you, were you, were you married? What are you feeling? It totally depends. Some people will move right into the next relationship and some people will never date again. So it'll be somewhere in between those two things. There's no should for how long you should start to wait to start dating. It's when you're ready. So I'm going to need some more information on that question. Um, Meanwhile, back in the schedule. So um, movement equals improvement. Keep moving right? Move your body, live your life, grow, become better, take a class, um, learn to make chocolate, you know, whatever, live your life and keep your eyes open. Okay. This is the very best way. Um, and yeah, schedule wise, look, if you're in a routine and you're not getting results with women, then try changing it, right? If you're just, you know, home and work and back home again, it's kind of, not very surprising that you're not meeting people, right? Go out and find people. Find, you know, where would your ideal woman hang out? Right? It's Friday evening. Where is she? What is she doing? Right? Anthony, you need to tell me how you're feeling, babe, because this is about you, um, not, the, not the numbers. How long should you personally wait to start dating again? Um, so if you're in a routine and it's, and it's stuck and it's stagnant, break it up. Go, go see a movie. Go join a team. Go to a potluck. A volunteer. That's a huge one. Um, go to yoga classes. Um, you know, do little classes at the library. You may go through a bunch and you may not find people that you're interested in. Then that's not the place for you. Try another one. Right? Um, if you got the woman that you're wanting right now, would there be room for her in your life? That's the question, okay? And that's the piece about flow. Is there flow in your life, right? Um, 
And so that's, that's schedule-wise. That's really just kind of a logistical thing, man. Make room for the girl that you want. You know, can, can she fit in? And if not, you need to look at that. Um, and then spiritually, you know, spiritual flow. What does spiritual flow mean? Well, it's kind of the essence of flexibility in a bit, in, in a way. Um, are you open to new beliefs? Right? Um, are you open to new perceptions? Right? New thoughts and ways of experiencing things. Essentially, are you open to growth? Are you willing to allow the flow of growth, becoming more, becoming better? Okay. That's what I'm sort of, I'm calling, you know, flow in on the spiritual level is growth. Because naturally your system wants to grow. It wants to grow at its own pace and it wants to grow in its own direction. And that's all great. And it does want to grow. You will be happiest when you are growing. Some people want to grow a huge amount. Some people want to grow a little bit at a time. Either way is fine. You follow your flow. Okay? Find your flow. How fast do you want to grow? Here's your self-awareness piece. Everything comes down to this. Okay? Um, And then energetically. You know what? Energetic flow is going to come with everything else, to be perfectly honest. I made that kind of another section when I thought about it earlier. Um, But it isn't really. Because when you move your body, you move your energy. When you uh, have new ideas and creativity, you move your energy. When you, um, you know, energy is, is intention, right? So as long as you're kind of living life in like a full and active way, um, your, your energy is, is, you know, fresh and strong and vibrant, okay? And that's, that's intimately related to your thoughts and your, and your emotions and your uh, physical movement of your body, right? Your physical body. So, you know, this is really, um, this is a really essential piece to singlehood. It's a really essential piece to, um, to dating, to becoming not single, to meeting that person you're really interested in, to really being the most attractive version of yourself. So whether or not you want a real, you know, a long-term relationship, maybe you just want to date a bunch of people or sleep with a bunch of people. And as long as everyone's, you know, fully, um, you know, informed of everything and consenting, I think it's a fantastic thing to do. Live your life. Go do you, right? Have flow. Allow flow. If you're feeling stagnant or you've been stuck on this issue for a long time, where are you not flowing? Right? Where are you not, where are you saying no to your life experience? Being inflexible, digging your heels in. Nope, I'm not doing that. I'm not dating a woman who's been married before because I did that once and it did not go well. Fine. You're screwing yourself. You're telling me if you met the woman of your dreams and she happened to be divorced that you wouldn't marry her? Fuck that shit. Yes, you would. You'd be all over it. You'd be all over it. And so now you're eliminating a whole portion of the population that 
might be perfect for you based on some very limited, limited experiences you've had in the past. Why? Why are you doing that? You see how you see what I mean? You're protecting yourself, but not correctly. You're not actually making yourself, you're, you're not actually lowering the risk, right? So when that happens, you cut off your options and you keep yourself stuck. See how this all keeps coming back to this? This is all keeps coming back to self-sabotage and where you hold yourself back from what you want. Look around in your life and see where you might be saying no. No to divorce women. No to relationships because they're just gonna blink. No to, you know, um, no to monogamous relationships. No to polyamorous relationships. Um, you know, no to the whole thing because it's just going to work out in X, Y, Z, Y. Where, where are you deciding how it's going to work out and then being inflexible about it? Because the fact of the matter is, Sweet Pea, that no matter how many times you've experienced the same thing, it doesn't actually indicate that much what is going to happen in the future. You do by expecting that thing to happen again. So look very closely at where you're cutting your options off. If you're saying no to women with kids because you dated one woman and she, I don't know, was a terrible mother and didn't discipline her children. So they ran all over the place and spoke really inappropriately to you and you and she got along really well. But when they were around, it was terrible. Then you create a rule for yourself, right? Well, no more women with kids. Sure. But it really wasn't the kids that were the problem in that scenario, was it? It was her and her inability to discipline her children. I was a great kid because I was taught to be fucking respectful. Without that, absolutely, they'll be running all over the place. Does this make sense? So there's really this incredible... Um, way in which we sort of take our past experiences and project them into the future and that screws us. It's not in your best interest to do. Does that make sense? It's not helping you out. Actually, it's holding you back. And so there is this vulnerability, this flow, this open-heartedness. Can I open my heart again? Am I willing? Is what you want, this relationship, whether that's a beautiful family with a yard full of kids and, you know, cooking together when you get home from work, or whether that's, you know, meeting the love of your life and traveling the world and starting businesses and just like rocking it, you know, (laughs) whatever that is, is that worth? Risking opening your heart? Is it risk worth risking relaxing your body and letting life flow into and through you? Yep, that happened. Okay, great. What now? Not like, I can't believe that happened. You're fighting against it. No, no, no. Allow life to be what it is. Right? 
allow it to flow through you. Allow yourself to be flexible and open and curious. And you will see your life start to change very profoundly and quite quickly. Stick with it though. You need to be disciplined about it. And if you need help and you're interested in speaking with me on the phone, I would be more than happy to get on the phone with you. You can uh, find out more about that at dominiedrew.com forward slash hello. That's D-O-M-I-N-E-Y-D-R-E-W.com forward slash hello. And that'll lead you to a little video of me talking about who I am and, and what I do. And then it'll give you a chance to get on the phone with me. And, uh, and we, can, we can see how I can help. Or possible there will just be a video there. But either way, that will lead you to, um, to my work and what I do. So I run eight-week program. I help people move through this stuff incredibly fast. And you know, with the right guidance, you will be through this shit in a matter of weeks. So it does not need to take long. And I absolutely love to help. So dominiedrew.com forward slash hello. Feel free to download and subscribe to the podcast. Thrilled to have you here. Thank you everyone for joining me on Facebook Live. I look forward to working with you and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Dominique Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.